everybody. Welcome to the Mayfair Theater Podcast. This is Josh. I'm Eric. I'm Andrew. That was the best introduction. That, that was pretty good. Ever. Yeah, we should just save that one and then just rerun it every time. I think at a safety, we should just end the podcast now. No, we yeah. can't top this at 15 seconds and just post a little. Have the opening song. Yeah, and we'll put a trailer on <laughs> yeah, yeah, for something. Just pick something. Maybe the relic, perhaps. <laughs> He'll be like, "Why was this so short? That's weird." <laughs> this is going well. Really phoning in the podcast <laughs> yeah. now. Andrew's literally on the phone now. He's not. He's not. So we're recording this a peek behind the movie magic. Mm. Moments after we recorded our last one, because we're going to be right in the midst of Canada Day holidays, and I'm going to get busy next week with doing some Blues Fest. For out-of-towners, Blues Fest is, I didn't realize this, but one of the top five biggest festivals yeah. in North America, I believe. Within Definitely, like, it, it got there in the last five years, at least, just because it's just what's steadily up. It's so crazy to think that that was, like, a grassroots, tiny festival yeah. with you know, not no names, but compared to Foo Fighters or whatever, you know, just like they, they really clawed their way up from, you know, almost nothing. It's, it's impressive. Yeah. So next week, and it's one of those things I'm going to be missing some movies, which makes me more sad than missing Mayfair work. But, yeah. uh, I think next week I'll be doing Foo Fighters is one of the bands that I am going to be doing. That was in my rider. I was like, I want to do Foo Fighters. Yeah, the lighting and all that random or sound. I think it'd be pretty cool. Nobody knows. Don't tell. Yeah, I think he writes the songs for them or something. I don't know. He's on stage. He's playing drums. Josh is Dave Grohl. He doesn't know how to do Dave Grohl's guitar tech. Yeah, Yeah. that'd be all right. Be like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, it's like, we said stop doing that. Hand him a guitar. So as we speak, a local animation house, Mercury Filmworks, is in watching a bunch of their stuff on the big screen. We can't tell you what. No. But it's a bunch of cool cartoons. It's great. We assume. It's fun. We've done that a couple times now, and a third animation house is coming in at some time. So it's, it's my master plan of getting to be a cornerstone of the animation hub here yeah. in town. And Ottawa's a really big animation town. Lots of animation being produced. We have a big animation festival. And I want the animation fest to come here to screen stuff. Yeah. Because their excuse, which would make sense... A couple years back was that we were too far from their hub okay because they were doing uh, our friends of the Mm bytown i think the nac arts court the national gallery so all kind of in the real saw yeah yeah. but then they did a thing at a multiplex way further than us (laughs) and that was the point where we went guys come on yeah yeah come on now it's just a personal thing against josh yeah and they're like okay we didn't want to tell you (laughs) yeah sorry And especially, I mean, since the beginning, we've screened cartoons ranging from weird adult anime to the most mainstream of Wreck-It Ralph and Frozen. Star Chaser. To Star Chaser, (laughs) which was so good. Yeah. But yeah, so while that's happening, I was just like, wow, these guys have an hour left. I think they're going to take care of themselves. Yeah. And let's get this podcast out of the way. It's pretty great. Because it's a rarity. It happens every time there's like a holiday Monday or, you know, Christmas or something like that is that all of our distributors have the day off as well, which makes it harder to book things. Yeah. So we get a little bit of a head start with two weeks of a schedule. I'm so far behind, I haven't even done the, the paper yet. I haven't done our schedule, <laughs> which I don't have to yet. I have a couple days still. Yeah. Usually Lee fixes stuff. Usually. Usually Lee. Usually Lee. This has gone well so far. Usually, usually, that's the worst sentence I've ever heard. Usually, Mr. DeMar will finish the schedule on Monday, and then we have like a day or two to kind of get it on social media and all that stuff. Yeah, so now, even though 
as we speak, it's where are we? June. You, 20- this is gonna really throw you off because yeah. we're two weeks ahead. This is June twenty seventh, and we're gonna be talking about stuff from July twenty eighth. Twenty eighth. Twenty eighth. I think. No, we'll take calls now. <laughs> yeah, it may or may not be the 28th. Call the Mayfair right now and tell us what the date is. <laughs> What's great is that date over there is crossed out too, so that was no help. <laughs> no help at all. Yeah. Stupid calendar. <laughs> we'll eventually be talking about movies from July 6th through the 12th. There you go. Which is so far away. I know. I didn't even think. Like, it took me so long to realize, because we get emailed the staff schedule on Monday afternoon or night, and yeah. it took me so long to realize that that coincided with our movie schedule. Yeah. And so for the longest time, I was just like, God, when are we getting whatever? And then I would just <laughs> update the thing, and I'm like, oh, it's all there. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. So now my new thing is when I get the staff schedule, I, like, run to the website, <laughs> and I'm just like, what have we gotten? And see what movies you can go see. Yeah, or can't see. That's the other thing. It's like, okay, see when I'm working now see what I will be allowed to see or not see. Because so. what did you miss? A Quiet Place, right? Yeah. No, I was, I was I like, that. for months I was pushing for it and I was like, God, I hope he gets it. And then it was like, we were going to get it, we weren't going to get it, and then we did get it. And it's like, you're working all three nights, by the way. Boo. So I was able to like, have friends of mine come in and see it and stuff. And, and luckily you can't hear spoilers for that movie because there's two lines of dialogue, more or less. So, be uh, quiet. Yeah, exactly. And, and I have since been able to see it because it's come out digitally, so... What's, Watch your hand. Is it because I'm slapping my You hand? keep slapping Well, yourself. it's because you're so hilarious with the <laughs> knee-slapping jokes. I just wanted to stay on brand. I may cut or not cut it out. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how that goes. There's times where it's like, there's stuff I should cut out, but it's just funny. Yeah. Unless, like, going, you know, off topic or whatever. There's been a few where I've been like, oh, I hope he leaves that in. Like, my cure delay bit. I was really glad that made the cut. So, <laughs> and there's always times in, like, the five minutes leading up to and the five minutes after. Yeah. Where I'm like, ah, son of a bitch. I wish we were still recording. <laughs> yeah. You know, like... You need to re-record that with, like, muffled voices like it's us. Yeah. <laughs> it's just as good. But Quiet Place was great. It was a pinnacle of a movie you should see in a theater. Yeah. And, and, you know, you like, guys are such jerks. Well, Melissa Melissa was actually complaining that the first night we showed it, we could, you could the movie was so quiet that you could hear what was going on across the street at the bookstore. Yeah. Which was like amazing. We asked them having. to open or close their door, but they didn't have AC, so it was like... Uh, I'm yeah. so sorry. Well, I, I was teasing her after I watched it because... Roommates. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, oh, I, I'm afraid we're going to have to let you go because I could hear you counting change. Oh, my God. Because when we're showing, even even the most, you know, nothing, even if the movie doesn't have explosions and a giant epic score to it, yeah. usually just the sound of the movie just covers you enough that as long as you're not, you know, standing outside the curtain, yeah. speaking in a full voice, you're okay. But I could hear her like counting toonies and like oh, clink man. clink 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 but you know and she said she had a couple of grumpy customers at one point come out and say like we can hear you and we're like yeah, yeah but <laughs> what are you gonna do it was rough like and, and we had like both nights i had friends come the first two nights and then the first night one texted me from the theater and was like we can hear you and i was like oh my god and then the second night my other friend texted me and was like I can't hear you, but I know that you're doing stuff down there. So at least we got better on the second time around. But did, I still did you counter with why are you texting during the movie? See, I was gonna go there, but it's I kept replying to my first friend, and then he stopped, and I was just like, oh, what? Well, now you won't talk during a movie. Come on, yeah. like, jeez. 
It's not allowed. Yeah, and I did... It, it's nice of neither of you to bring up the fact that I spilt a thing of ice in the lobby during A Quiet Place. That's my favorite. Can we go back <laughs> on our security cameras and catch that? Oh, man, that actually would be great. That was. It was just one of those things I'm like... It, it just sort of like the handle of the ice bucket comes loose sometimes, and those times are during quiet movies, usually. So, yeah, yeah it was. I might have dropped maybe an F-bomb, but it was like quieter than ice, so I thought yeah. that was okay. I don't know. Yeah, what a weird movie, because even silent films would have a score, and yeah. even times that we've screened, you know, old Buster Keaton movies, it was with, or we did it with Chaplin as well, didn't we? But it was with a band. Yeah. So that band would cover... Oh, when we showed Chaplin, it had, uh, the movies had soundtracks. We did, yeah, The General with the live band and some horror stuff. Yeah. I oh, mean, man. that's... The Shooting Guns at Nosferatu show was amazing. Yeah. Oh. I can't even remember exactly what it is, but stay tuned, because soon we're going to have an announcement of we have another one of those bands coming. Oh, nice. And... I love how, like, coy you're being about it. Uh, yeah, stay I mean, tuned sometime. I'm being coy because I have the email, but I haven't had a chance to, like... <laughs> put it online yeah. or make a poster yet but it's coming up in November I believe Ooh. and it's going to be those old silent films so a collection of old silent films Ooh. but it's the like the you know like the moon with the rocket ship in the oh, eye yeah, yeah, yeah. it's that guy Trip to the Moon Trip to the Moon so it's going to be like half a dozen of those shorts Man. and I believe it's a 75 minute total but with a band yeah. So people love that kind of stuff. Man, so, that's crazy. Yeah, so that's coming up. But by the time you listen to this podcast, I will have gotten around to making a poster for yeah. it. <laughs> so. yeah, it's like by the time you hear this podcast, you'll still wait four months till that In thing. the future. <laughs> it's going to be good. Yeah, because I might not even edit this for another week. That's true, <laughs> you know? yeah. So. I was trying to think, and I'm like trying to throw off that other podcast by like not saying the same stuff in this one. I'm like, maybe yeah. we can act like it's been a week in between. We've done this a couple times before. Once we did it years ago, where we didn't even know what was coming next, but it was just because I was going out of town, somebody else was on vacation. I was like, I I'm confident we could just nerd talk for half an hour and yeah. at the end go, check out the website. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? There'll be so, movies. Yeah. We also have people who just come no matter what's planning. So I can respect that too. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm here for my Sunday night movies. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's the <laughs> nine o'clock. Uh, we got the nine o'clock regulars who just come to. Whatever's playing at nine, yeah, literally, and anything. I always hope it's good. Like it, you know, it's us, so it's always good, of course. But oh, every single thing. <laughs> but some people, and I understand, but some people will complain that oh, you're showing something for four nights and it's only nine o'clock, but we only have one screen, mm -hmm. so it's hard to take a movie that might be R-rated or whatever, and especially if the other couple movies we have are more family-oriented yeah. or more, you know. Not to sound crass to the people of a certain age, but like a senior citizen type movie, yeah, yeah. we're going to play that at 6.30 or, mm -hmm. or the matinee. Because right now, we have, to get on topic, we will have American Animals, I believe held over. Oh, shoot, we don't. Well, Sorry, you screwed almost up. Misquoted screwed that up. One. Yes. So American Animals will have screened by the time you listen to this. It's true. And it was all 9 o'clock shows. Yeah. And nobody's complained yet, but I'm, I'm waiting for somebody to be like, oh, why isn't there a 7 o'clock show? And the reason is because the other movies we have that week are, you know, more kind of mainstreamy yeah. kind of stuff. So it's it's the blessing and the curse of this one screen. Yeah. Is that and you're never going to see, you know, Wreck-It Ralph or Frozen. Yeah. You're never going to see that at 9 o'clock. No. Whereas if you go to our, those horrible multiplexes. Yeah. I remember my friend telling me, I think it was years ago for like Toy Story 3, and he was like, I went to a 10.10 10 p.m. show of Toy Story 3. And there was only two of us in the theater. Man. 
If it had been a 10-10 screening of Tintin, that would have been, like, so meta. I think I went to a, a late show of Toy Story 2. Because they just played stuff better? all day. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, that really throws... And, and, like, it's length as well. Because, I mean, if we're showing, like, a two-and-a-half-hour movie, it's kind of hard to show that at 7, 7.30, and then you're trying to oh, stop. Oh, yeah. And we already have razor-thin edges as it is between getting people out and getting people in. So. Well, that's going to happen, I'm sure, with some of these Quentin movies we have coming up, because Pulp Fiction is long, yes. Jackie Brown is long. Yeah. And when you're showing a movie on, like, a Monday or Tuesday or something like that, which is kind of our sweet spot for retro movies because yeah. we, we can't give up a Friday night so we kind of put them and say if you love these you got to come on a Monday mm-hmm. you don't want to start a movie at 9.30 that's three hours long yeah because then people got to go to work or school the next day yeah and so. people who don't work are weird vampire hours <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> the best is I love it when we have runs of like three 90 minute movies in a week and then you have you know your 6.30 movie that's over at 8 and yeah. then an 8.30 movie over at 10 and it's just oh, it's, it's beautiful it's almost weird though at this point because like there was one the other day where we had like 45 minutes in between and it just right. felt strange and I was like we're done we're ready and we're just standing around and I'm like oh yeah. this is the other end of the spectrum <laughs> like hmm yeah because we kind of have these rough rules that you know aren't scientifically proven but you don't want to start a 6.30 movie much earlier than that because people are getting home from work. Yeah. The normies are yeah, getting home yeah, from exactly. work or eating dinner. Like 5.30 wouldn't, wouldn't really fly. Yeah. And our matinees, we kind of just play whenever because a lot of times that's like our retired patrons or yeah. stuff like that. But yeah, like I remember once and we just got stuck and we were playing some... It was, it was something like Scarface and it was on at like 9.30. Yeah. And whoever was working, it might have been you, got screwed because you had to get a bus home and you couldn't, oh, you know? Yeah, like, the Andrew Special, we call that one. Yeah. <laughs> like that, that happened the other night, actually. It was like, whatever was ending really... Late. I don't think it was Casino, but it's something to that effect. Some super long movie. I yeah. just felt bad for Andrew. And I was like, I don't know how to help you. That's always oh, I think I made it home. <laughs> you I, did. I live biking distance or even in the winter walking distance away so I'm always like there's been a couple times where you've come up and been like I'm leaving yeah. <laughs> you get to lock up I'm yeah. like okay it's like but I'm not scheduled to see ya <laughs> yeah. thanks a lot yeah that went well you're technically the boss of me I'm making you close goodbye yeah. it's the best thing about being waking walking and biking distance which yes. I've combined to do a new thing uh, like poor Lee Lee lives out in Orleans which is suburbia for any out of town listeners so at a good time, he's a half hour car ride away. Yeah. And so, you know, and in wintertime, sometimes he gets screwed and gets yeah. like, you know, gets stuck in a snowstorm or something like that. But and you just know, and you never know when you're going to see him, basically. Like, even if he's hoping to see a movie, depending on weather or whatever, yeah. you're just like, well, we might see him. In a perfect world, I would live on our neighboring street, Euclid, with all those $3 million houses. Oh, yeah. oh that'd be nice. Hey, well, can I live in your yard? Because yeah. I would be good with that. Set up a nice little tent there. Who lives in that tent? Yeah, we charge him three thousand dollars a yeah, month. Yeah, yeah, it's a good deal. <laughs> yeah, trust me. It's a sweet deal for the neighborhood. It's me and my pup tent for my kitties. It's, it's almost like it would be so great if, and I, I, I want to read more about this. I'm sure there's articles. Or, if this was the late seventies and we were, I mean, we were a porn theater. I wouldn't want to work here when we were a porn theater. But say in like the early eighties when like Targ was a strip club and yeah. we were just a movie theater, and this was kind of the bad part of town. That's when you could have got good real estate here. Oh, yeah, there'd be uh, uh, like the whole surrounding area. Like this, it's this this entire like two block radius is all gold. Yeah, I mean bigger than two, but you know we'll focus on this for now. Yeah, and, and but now now none of us can afford to live here. Yeah, <laughs> and if we pool all of our money, we still can't. No, so that's yeah, just... yeah. 
We should build tents on the roof. We could yeah. do that. That'd be all right. Big squatters. Yeah. yeah. See, we <laughs> should edit this part out so yeah. he doesn't hear this part. <laughs> like we're gonna be on the roof for the next several years. <laughs> yeah. It'd be cold in the winter. We have to come down in the winter and sleep on the haunted couches. We had a podcast up there though. That'd be real nice. I was thinking like it would be funny to podcast at Blues Fest, like just show up and like podcast bomb you or whatever. Yeah. And just like it's like I know it's really loud and this is inappropriate, but uh, we got this. My wife just texted and said she's heading to the theater. Ooh. And I am texting to say we are podcasting. So when she gets here, she'll be like, where the hell is everybody? Yeah, she might. we might get her to burst in at the very oh, end. That, she's be fast like, enough. It'd be like Kramer. She'll just come in the door and yeah. say something funny and we'll hit a laugh track and <laughs> yeah. go over there. Or it hits her, you're locking the door now? <laughs> she runs into the door. Smash. Yeah. She's doing her best. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. She's, these guys are trying to watch Disobedience uh, still. I've all the... I'm going to watch Disobedience tonight, which because we're only holding it over for one more day. Because of you or happy uh, coincidence? Man, I want to... No, I'm going to see it tonight. And it's just like, I loved the filmmaker's last movie, Fantastic A Fantastic Woman. Woman. Nice. I got it right. You love it. Man, you're on a streak. Like That's like three or four podcasts <laughs> you've been able to mention that. Where you call it an awesome woman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or a stupendous yeah, woman. Stupendous like, woman. These are all great stuff. Women are awesome. Yeah, you've done well yeah. with this. So, let's talk about Friday, July 6th through Thursday, July 12th. I think we might hear some singing from cartoons in the background. We think it's from the cartoons. We don't know. We're not clear. And also, Josh did get to keep the VHS tapes we mentioned in oh the other podcast. Yeah, cliffhanger from the last time. So it, we, I didn't look through all those yet. Yeah, no, there's some good ones. I left you something good in there, trust me. I don't know if Lee knows what's in there, so I shouldn't have even asked him. I should have just taken them. Yeah. He's going to get here and be like, one VHS tape? I yeah, thought there yeah. was a have bunch. Have you seen his VHS collection, though? I, I'm sure. Yeah. I actually yeah, yeah. haven't, but I believe oh, that it's, it's incredible. Yeah. A fantastic collection. Every yeah. ninja movie. I believe that. And he, he even has K911 in there, I believe. Probably. K9, it can't be K911. K911, oh my god. The more I think about it, the, the less I'm sure that's what the title is. I'll post is. a picture on our old Twitter feed, because it's like, just the poster of Army Darkness on the VHS box is awesome. It has it like is. the cool Asian calligraphy, and on the back, just like, a couple of photos I don't even recognize, some kind of behind-the-scenes photos on there, but... <laughs> yeah, from a different movie, but potentially. Then, like, is VHS universal? I've totally forgotten. Ooh, no, no, like, there's still PAL in it. There's PAL in, in like, Europe. Right, but... Yeah. So this probably wouldn't even work on my VCR. Uh, I, guess, I mean, mine will, because it was made in Canada. So my rapping VHS yeah. that I got, uh, hosted by Alex Winter, will be excellent. Be cool. <laughs> Yours on the other Alex end. Winter? Yeah. Right? He's not a rapper. No, <laughs> he he just hosts rap. it. I don't know. They're just like, Alex, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure Winter takes you on a journey of all these rappers i guess they were probably like this will take you two hours to do and we'll give you a nice paycheck yeah you well know? it was 1990 so like i guess he was still a hot name yeah yeah at the time before he went behind the camera you're like hey it's the guy from the movie that's not keanu yeah <laughs> we love him it's the it's the guy from uh oh, what's that freaked <laughs> well him doing bill and ted 3 is going to be the first time he's been in front of the camera in a long time he's done a lot of directing of kind of indie movies and yeah. and uh, I think music videos and yeah, stuff like that so. but he's still busy but he I think he just kind of I think like a lot of people were like oh Hollywood in front of the camera is horrible yeah. I mean it, it's slightly less stressful doing other things you I don't know? know how Keanu is still like chill after all he's gone through like movie wise like not all gems yeah but, yeah yeah you know like Johnny Mnemonic probably still sticks in his head at times but even though I don't love all Johnny this Mnemonic. stuff oh Johnny Mnemonic <laughs> that was the Andrew special there I was like, I <laughs> Mention Andrew Andrew's favorite film. 
Did Johnny Mnemonic? No, that was totally before the Matrix. I was like, did that happen because of the Matrix? Yeah. But no, that was like no. years. Ago. You might be thinking of Chain Reaction, Chain which yeah. was supposed to be a sequel to The Fugitive. But when Harrison Ford turned it down, they were like, "Hey, what's Keanu Reeves and what? Morgan Freeman doing?" I love stories like that. Yeah, it's like Universal Soldier was supposed to be a Die Hard, I think. That could make sense. And then sense. Bruce was like, "How do I do it?" And they just kind of like crossed out Bruce Willis yeah. and put in Wait, Bruce Seagal. Willis has turned down movies you're telling me back, I think back <laughs> back then he did now not so much yeah. I don't think he's, he's in anything now not everything he's in anything you give him a check and he's there you know I keep on forgetting what to call them because it's not straight to video really but I guess you know not to talk about no good VOD yeah, but it's straight VOD. to video on demand I guess is the new thing but you'll see him pop up on like three or four Netflix movies and you're like when did you do these? Yeah. And, and I think a lot of it, he's not the lead. Mm-hmm. He might show up at the beginning and end and go like, you got to go on a mission or, you know, get killed or something. Yeah. But he's in a lot of movies yeah. in between his, and he'll still do, you know, actual stuff like do a movie with Wes Anderson or do yeah. Looper. But I, he's just working. He it just, seems like he's accidentally in a good thing every now yeah. and then. That's basically what happens. Like it's never deliberate. It's just like, oh, okay, good. That actually turned out okay. Same with Nick Cage. Like, people tr- trash Nick Cage, but what was that? Was it just called Joe? Yeah. Joe was really good. Yeah, that yeah. was good. He's good uh, Port of Call, New Orleans, Bad Lieutenant. That was, yeah, I was solid. Was yeah, really Mom good. and Dad was good. I mean, Mom and Dad he was really good in, actually. I yeah, actually really liked Mom and Dad. Yeah, I liked it as yeah. well. And then Mandy looks incredible, his new movie, like, where it's just, like, yeah. insane. So like, that's hitting, fan- for before, before you ask, that's hitting Fantasia. So yeah. we will get it. So it's, six it's months to a year after yeah, September like, 14th is the VOD date I don't know what their oh, theatrical rollout is like but yeah well maybe we'll get it sooner then maybe they'll let us because I mean if Fantasia has it in when's Fantasia? July uh, yeah is it late, or late July early August usually God, so fingers crossed maybe we might be able to get it in the week before it hits VOD or something yeah because like that's what I, like September 14th then there's a chance you know maybe like we hate getting this specific about things yeah. but still like that would play well here for sure like Mom and Dad was you know it wasn't gangbusters here but I mean there was a nice I really like Mom and Dad and the people like no one hated it like that was no. the cool thing it was like everyone, <laughs> no everyone hated it yeah that's not an upsell I, I get it but it's still like I mean people really enjoyed it and there was there was some good laughs you know? we're gonna get a caricature of you doing a thumbs up <laughs> With a word balloon saying, nobody hated it. Yes. And put that on all the posters. Yeah. It's like, well, I guess that's a good review. Nobody hated it. It's not a bad review. But yeah, Mandy, gotta get that. But best trailer I've seen in ages, and there's been some good ones. Like anytime you have Nicolas Cage battling a group of insane bikers with a chainsaw, you know you're on the right track. <laughs> oh, that sounds good. Yeah, Andrew sold. <laughs> who directed this Mandy? Is it anybody? It's, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, this is where you're supposed to come through. It's the dude who rented uh, Beyond the Black Rainbow. Who and rented? Rent- yeah, he rented, rented his own the movie. The guy who rented... God. <laughs> oh, George... Uh, this it, George it's, Cosmatos? Song? Yeah, it's something like that. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Like, or... I thought it was like Panos or, Panos Cosmatos. Is it yeah. a serious movie? Like a serious like Cthulhu kind of thing? I don't know. Like, I don't want to too much. Yeah. The, the movie doesn't play it for laughs, or like, the trailer doesn't play it for laughs. But yeah. like the subject matter, you know, I mean, and it's cage. Like there is one cage moment in the trailer where you know I I laughed out loud. I don't yeah. know if everyone did, but but yeah. So he's he's a very visual director, and like Beyond the Black Rainbow is just you know one of those it's funny I mean it's it's divisive because it was a very visual movie but it wasn't a like here's A to B to C to D you know and like complete yeah. normal movie it was a like whoa this is blowing my mind so that was divisive but Nicolas Cage loved it and that's the only reason he agreed to be in this 
relatively low budget for him movie and I love stuff like that where it's just like I mean yes he says yes to a lot of scripts that are maybe not amazing yeah. but then he's loves something there's a like, funny video it's it. like funny or die or something or college humor where yeah it's Nicolas Cage's agent talking to him on the phone. Like, sometimes you have to turn down movies and it just... All these ridiculous movies that he keeps saying yes to. Is he actually Nick Cage? No, no. Oh, it's just that'd like, be cool. I think he would have done that, though. Like, yeah. I could see Cage. Like, he's got a... That's what I love about him. He's got a sense of humor. And, you know, he knows, like, people like to laugh at him and other people like his good stuff. And, you know, he throws both sides a bone every now and then, you know? I have two Cage wishes right now. Cage wishes. Cage wishes. <laughs> One is him to show up John Travolta style in a Tarantino movie and two is him to show up in like something big like a Marvel movie or a Star Wars movie I was hoping you were going to say show up in Expendables in Expendables yeah which makes no sense pretty much Superman you look at the kind of roles that Benicio Del Toro or Jeff Goldblum have played in Marvel or Star Wars things and I think he'd fit in really well to some like Weird old like Doctor Strange, oh, like the Fu Manchu thing yeah, you did for Rob yeah, Zombie, something like that. Grindhouse. I think that would work really well, and yeah. he's fine. Like you, you kind of forget because he works so much. You're like, wow, a lot of flops. But then if you kind of go through his IMDb, you're like, oh no, that was good, that was good. Oh yeah, he was in Kick Ass. Yeah, you're kind of like ah, he's fine. I, I definitely had forgotten he was in Kick Ass, and apparently uh, he he patterned his voice after Adam West. So yeah. I mean, that's an instant classic for me. Because he's the best. One of the best Adams ever, some would argue. Okay, I think this is like the third time I've said this, but I was worried we might not have stuff to talk about, but we're fine. We're at like 26 minutes. Well, that's all right. At least we're not at 30. No, yeah. So... (laughs) a disaster. Friday, July 6th through the 12th. For um, real, right? For real. Okay. Our Ottawa premiere on Friday is The Unseen. Oh, right. Which is, I believe, I think... What are they called? Raven Banner? Yeah. So I think Raven Banner, they're Canadian, right? I think, I think it's a Canadian yeah. genre house. Yeah. We've played a couple of their films. I want to live there. Yeah. No, you do. You work at a Canadian genre house. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Scratch that. It looks like a Canadian, lowish budget, but still with some decent looking effects, Invisible Man story, essentially. Okay. And it kind of did the festival circuit. If you look online, it's won a couple of, I think one's called Blood in the Snow, which is a Canadian yes. genre fest. It won something there. Yeah, the trailer looks cool. It has, I think nowadays, once upon a time, effects would be $50 million. Yeah. But now I think relative low-budget movies can do kind of green screen stuff yeah. and computer and stuff. Invisible and... Man movies are way easier because you yeah. don't have to have anything. You're just like, oh, there he is, walking away. Trust me, he's there. I love the really, I love it when it's like Invisible Man carrying a coffee cup. <laughs> yeah. And especially with Blu-ray and 4K and other stuff. You can see the string. Yeah. Whereas 80 years ago, you couldn't. Yeah, the same with uh, Ed Wood flying saucers, you know. Oh, my God. Paper plates. Even, I mean, a movie in the 80s, Monster Squad, watched it here on DCP, and there's a scene in the movie where there's, like, like a wormhole opens up and it's, like, sucking in everything, trees and cars, (laughs) and a kid is holding a dog by its front feet so it doesn't go in. It's, like, a five-second thing, and you can totally see this little harness on the dog. <laughs> Whereas, back on film and VHS, I was like, I never noticed that before. Yeah, so. and then the dog gets sucked in, and his arms rip off because the kid was holding them. You're like, wow, that's pretty wow, that's harsh. Not, that's, yeah. That's a deleted scene. You didn't see that one. Yeah, Unseen is our Ottawa premiere. Then we have a new film, The Book Club, which is a mainstream, uh, as I Oprah's say. Oprah's not in it. it no. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it could be inspired by Oprah. We don't know. Yeah. But this stuff, sometimes people are like, oh, you should show more genre stuff. And it's like, this book club movie, book club will do well for us. Yeah. Because we have some loyal patrons who come to the Judy Dench films and yeah. the period pieces. 
and this movie has Candace Bergen and Diane Keaton oh, and, and Mary Steenburgen, Mary Steenburgen. Even, like very yeah. underrated I have to say like, I like she's, yeah. she's so good on Kirby Enthusiasm man like among other things but just it's pretty hard to be able to not almost spoof yourself I guess like it's yeah. not quite that but you know same with Ted Danson I just I, I find it incredible that you're able because so many people can see a show like that and, and just say oh well they're just playing themselves but like that's that, that's hard acting no they're a very talented couple I like both of those mm-hmm. people. yeah book club is a a senior citizen women's movie comedy comedy which yeah. Hollywood forgets that there's an audience there yeah and whether it be ages ago like when a movie like Grumpy Old Men comes out so good. or a middle-aged women movie like First Wives Club or even Sex and the City Your feet, Finding Your Feet they recently. make a lot of money because yeah. they're like yeah because so many times you're not speaking to a certain group yeah I mean kind of a different thing but I don't know how anyone's surprised that Black Panther made a billion dollars because you're like it's the first starring black hero character in a big movie like this yeah and a Marvel movie. Uh, are you going to say Steel didn't happen because... Oh, that or is, uh, Meteor Man? Yeah, are you going to turn down Meteor Man and Steel? <laughs> I, I was just see. waiting for you to slip up. So I've never like, seen Meteor Man. I, yeah. <laughs> no one's feeling bad <laughs> no. about that. That's, yeah. You're fine. Or, or Wait, are you saying Blank Man? Is that not... Oh, a, Blank like, Man. I, blank man. <laughs> I wanted to see that so bad when I was 12 years old and I didn't and I'm probably okay. I wonder if point. now they're like, now's the time to reboot Meteor Man. <laughs> and Blank Man. <laughs> blank Man. It's like, it's going to be good. Uh... But yeah, yeah so more, I would say more like legit. I'm, I'm always wondering what the wording of that should be because I totally know what you're trying to say. Yeah. And Black Panther, you're not comparing that to Steel or Blank Man or yeah. Meteor Man. Like it's not like, but Blade. Blade I'll give did you very Blade. well. Yeah. You know, Blade is the Marvel movie that we've forgotten that kicked off Marvel movies. Yeah. So then we have uh, a family matinee. The first one we've had in a while for Peter Rabbit. A movie I'm going to miss that I'm very sad is the reboot of Superfly. Superfly. Oh, all right. Which is getting really good reviews, and I think we booked it because we it's cool showing black exploitation stuff. Yeah, like NU black exploitation. Yes, yeah. like it's it's nice. And then we are screening the first of our Quentin Tarantino festival with From Dusk Till Dawn, mm. which is a movie that it's one it's of those two movies, movies really. You wish you could go in not knowing, yeah. and I'm sure back in the day people went in going, "Oh, I'm going to see a Quentin Tarantino crime movie." Yeah. And then halfway through, it becomes a vampire movie. Yeah, because, I mean, Rodriguez wasn't as well-known at that time. Like, no. Especially to certain... I mean, among certain groups, he was. But, like, you know, it was like, Tarantino. Oh, my God, Tarantino. And he's in the movie. And then you're yeah. like, stick around for the second half of that movie because you're going to see uh, some Rodriguez action. Yeah. At that time, I think he had just done Desperado, maybe, even. This yeah. might have been just his first movie after that. And he did his first little no-budgety thing. Mm-hmm. Dust Till Dawn kicks off the Tarantino Fest, and then we have five films throughout the month. And the other film we have is The Garden held over for a second week. The Garden. Wait, is that... Oh, no, wait. The Guardians? The Guardians. Okay, because I was like, wait a minute. I misspoke. It's a good thing we did this the same day, because I remembered that other title. (laughs) Thank God. Yeah. What luck. I mean, this is two weeks from now. That is the movie about women left behind on a farm during World War I. So that's our movies. It's so weird because we're talking about this way in advance. But we so, usually mess up the dates anyways, even yeah. when we're on the right date. So yeah, so that's our movies starting July 6th. And I think we'll wrap this up so we can go pay attention to our clients who have rented the theater. We're p- currently paying for this We're currently theater. paying yeah. for this podcast. <laughs> I keep waiting for the knock, but it hasn't happened yet. I know. I thought I was going to jinx this and we'd get in here and then like the Blu-ray that's screaming your thing yeah. would blow up and I'd they're run like, up and there'd just be like... 
smoke coming out of the projection booth yeah. for no reason. <laughs> like, sir, I was hoping for more popped corn. No, no. Because <laughs> the, the one stuffy British guy yeah. that came in with this group of younger people. I'm pretty sure, so they had some, some snacks and stuff. I'm fairly confident an old lady walked in, stole a bottle of water, and then walked back out. Really? I'm pretty sure, wow. yeah. We can't I, prove it. I can't prove it, but... She didn't look like the rest of the the, the, the cool young That's hipsters, true. but I think she walked in to see like what was going on. And just took a bottle of water and then left. Yeah, that's, I don't know. Like, that's kind of frowned upon, but it's also like, well, you well, got away with it. It's 40 degrees out, so yeah, that's it's so true. Hot. It's even hotter in the candy bar. You don't want to go in there unless you're getting popcorn. I'm going to go watch, I'm going to get these animation people out of here, <laughs> yeah. watch Disobedience, and then you guys get to close up. And you get to go home and edit, one, well, I, I guess one two. podcast. Yeah, I, I don't know. know how you do this. I'll do this like two weeks from now. <laughs> yeah, and then delete the file accidentally. Yeah. Oh, God, I hate that. Uh, it's a nightmare. I've we'll never done that yet. I've never done that yet. I always wait for that to happen and then have you do one on your own, like, and do voices and yeah, stuff. Yeah, we have to recreate it. I wrote a script. I think I remember what we said. <laughs> so good. So thanks for listening. Make sure to check out Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We're all over the internet for up to the second updates. Go visit our friends at House of Targ. And when it is plus 50 outside, come and sit in our conditioning and eat a freezy. Yeah, and it's still free play Sundays when you're hearing this. Oh, my God. That's the rest I'll of be summer, there. is it? Yeah. Until September or something? I'll be there standing at that dig dug machine. Every time. Yeah, don't even bother trying to get the dig dug. Because she's going to be there. Yeah. And Joust. I've liked Joust lately as well. I like that, too. So you got to throw it off a little bit. I mean. Yeah, you, you know, loosen up on Joust and go play some dig dug. You'll dream of dig dug if you don't. Okay, see you soon at the Mayfair, everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs> That's a good sing cycle. We need like a catchphrase, but I, I just like that sing song. Bye. I always it's think like, that at the end, I'm like, why don't we have a catchphrase? I'm just yeah. like, you better believe it. Like, what was, was Siskel Ebert's? See you on the aisle? See or the balcony is closed. <laughs> See you on the aisle. <laughs> See you in That's the aisle. That's See thanks you for, on the aisle. Thanks for listening. The balcony is closed. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. See you on the island. Okay, I'm pressing stop now. This is out of control. How would you like to help me deal the next generation of super weapons to the world? The weapons of tomorrow. I've already made quite a few of these dandy little toys. Do you really want to be the only ones without my kind of firepower? Terrorizing our cities today. Officers down. We got a big problem here. Now, to protect those... Hey, Grandma! ...who can't fight back. Gang still messing with him? Worse than ever. One man must stand up for the people. Or maybe the police aren't enough. Maybe we need a new kind of firepower for ourselves. Gotcha, bro. What exactly am I supposed to be doing here? We make our own kind of weapons to take out the ones in the streets. To stop the enemy without hurting them. And become a new breed of hero. That might get a little dangerous. I laugh at danger. I boogie around danger like a soul-trained dancer. With a will of iron, a heart of gold, and a body of steel. It's hammer time. What a magnetic personality. We gotta admit, the guy's got style. Tell grandma.